out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. I've mentioned before that Marwa, the host of the Talking Orangutan podcast, and I are launching a new collaborative podcast, mostly around mental health. It's called Orangutans in the Field. We talk about topics related to what is going on in our lives and how it influences our mental health. We also give tips on how we deal with things, and maybe if you try it, you can work for you as well. This episode specifically is around codependence. Do you ever find yourself in a position where you are burned out, resentful, and feeling you were not brave enough to express your feelings or thoughts? In this episode, I play the role of counsellor, and Madhava that of the patient. Although it's done in a light way, Madhava is 100% honest and discovers new aspects of his behaviour. Join this podcast and answer the codependency questionnaire with Marva. This podcast is supported by the first layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices of the right of the homepage. Please also look out for information on my new book, Life and Non, a 12-step guide to life for non-addicts. You can find it by following the link from the right of my homepage. It costs 300 rand without postage. Order from me on my shop, which is www.freddyshop.co.za. This is the result of Marva and Freddy talking about codependency and mental health. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Hi Marva, how are you doing? I'm very good in you. I'm cool, thank you very much. <laughs> you look so serious today. What's up? Uh, I'm just on. I'm I'm on the ball. I'm ready for a serious discussion about codependence. Oh my God! Well, I've got experience, strength, and hope in that regard. I spent a year in the rooms of Codependence Anonymous. So um, so yeah. Let, let's see if I can give any form of guidance, but all I ever have to give them is my own experience, strength and hope. <laughs> exactly. So the, so the idea for today's uh, podcast is what is CODA and codependence anonymous and what is a codependent? And I'm going to basically interview Freddie to see if I can find out what it is. And I'm going to try and relate it to me because I feel like I'm a closet case codependent in certain <laughs> areas of my life. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I think I'll start off without you even asking a question to say that codependence, I think, is number one, very misunderstood. And number two, it is um, very difficult to, to pinpoint, to, um, to, 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 how can I put it? Yeah, to pinpoint, to, to, to say for a, for a definite, um, you are codependent. It's one of those things where, where the person actually needs to identify themselves. Um, I myself ended up in codependence because I realized that I was very, very aware of my need. How can I put this? Um, I wanted to control the outcome of situations where people were involved. For instance, a client will leave my rooms 
and I will start really panicking whether the client is going to, to follow my advice. And I would believe that if the client doesn't follow my advice and doesn't immediately live a better life, that I will, I will be seen as a bad counselor. And I started panicking so much that it started making, it started having an impact on my life. And that's, that's when I went to look at, at Codependence Anonymous and I realized that um, there is something called a controlling codependent. And, um, and I tried to control the people. So I went to Codependence Anonymous and I worked through a round of these steps and it definitely worked. So that's my story. That's how I ended up there. But what do you do? What, what, what influences are there that, that, that you think might make you codependent? Are you there? Ah, you're back. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, you were saying that um, people were, were leaving the session and then you were feeling quite insecure. And that's when you started uh, looking at codependence. And Absolutely. Anonymous yeah. So, what... what, what what we do in Codependence Anonymous is, is we don't tell people that you are codependent. What we tell people is go and have a look at the characteristics of codependence on the website. And if you answer yes to, to a few of those, then maybe you, you can identify as a codependent. So have you ever looked at the characteristics of codependence? I haven't, but what you just said uh, really rings a bell for me because uh, that's basically how I, <laughs> how I run my business and that's why my business is quite difficult to run because I provide a service uh, of training uh, waiters and doing, uh, working as a consultant. And even if I look at my adult career, I would do so many unpaid overtime hours because I'm too scared to get judged on the job that I've done in normal hours because yeah. in my head it's like well I can do it better or maybe someone's gonna think why didn't you do that and then I can't tell them well I'm not getting paid for it because then I look lazy <laughs> and it just highlights a lot of insecurities yeah. within me and it, it sounds awful but I know I my company it's that yeah go for it it sounds awful, but I normally say to people, if you want to, if you're looking to employ somebody, let people do the codependence questionnaire. <laughs> and, if they, and if they meet years for codependence, employ them. <laughs> because codependents are, are, are normally um, over, they give too much. And that's the problem with, mm. with, with codependence, because that giving too much leads to a sense of resentment and that resentment leads to unhappiness so step one of codependence says that we admitted we are powerless over others so if you're involved in any situation in your life where you allow other people to to make your life unmanageable in any way then you have a, code, a codependence problems because we, we shouldn't live our lives in such a way that, that other people have such an impact on our lives that they, that they, they, that they, they cause our lives to, to be unmanageable, whether that's making us unhappy or we depend too much on other people to make us happy 
Um, we really worry mm -hmm. about affirmation from other people, those, the, those type of things. So if you worry about people, if, if, if the concept of people have a too huge an impact on our lives, then we are possibly codependent. So, Marva, are you are you willing to 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 listen to the characteristics of codependence and say yes or no to them? Please, 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 please. Gee, was that this a huge list? Um, let, let Let's choose do, about twenty or. I'm going, to do, I'm going to do twenty-one. Okay, so we say, um, <laughs> <laughs> my good feelings about who I am stem from being liked by you. So you say yes or no, yeah. Okay. So my Jesus. good so feelings. If it's a, <laughs> so if it's a 60, 40, I can't say 60, 40. I have to say yes or no. Absolutely. Because it's leaning towards yes. Yeah. Fucking bastards. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, my good feelings about who I am stem from receiving approval from you. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Yes. Your struggle affects my serenity. My mental attention focuses on solving your problems and relieving your pain. Fuck. I feel like I'm 50-50 <laughs> with a lot of these, but let's just say for like all of them, I'm like to a degree, but not really, you yeah. know? So, but uh, this one, I would say, uh, no. Cool. Um, I'm going to, to quickly give you an, an example there. I've got a client coming in later today. And I, the client is still struggling with something, something specific. And since I've heard that, 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 that's what, that the client is struggling with something, I've been really, my emotions have been different than I was before, before I heard about this. And that's codependent. So, so, so mm -hmm. her, her, her emotional feelings is affecting me. That's codependence. Um, and, and if you, if you want to look at it a weird way, you can almost rationalize or justify that, you do, that you're a good person for caring absolutely. or worrying about someone else. But then it's, so it's a very fine line where you're trading between um, healthy and unhealthy here. Absolutely. For instance, to give an example, and, and shame the poor woman comes up so often in my life, is my mother. My mother worries. And she worries to the level where she, not about her own life, that she would not sleep because she's worried about me having a throat infection. Oh my God. Yeah. So, 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 so my health is making my mom's life unmanageable. That's codependence. Cool. Let's go to the next one. My mental attention is focused on you. Mm. Ah, my mental attention is focused on protecting you. No. Cool. Um, my mental attention is focused on manipulating you to do it my way. Yes. <laughs> because no. then it would be done better. Absolutely. It, it's like the day, that's another thing that made me realize that I need to go to codependence is the day that my husband and I had a conversation about him not doing his bit in the house. 
and the conversation ended ah. with him saying with him saying to me just just give me a list of the things that you expect me to do in the house and i shall do them now that is a good outcome is it not anybody who says that i should have walked away feeling really good i've got exactly what i wanted from that conversation i left that conversation not being happy and you know what the mm -hmm. reason was because i wasn't happy because he wouldn't do it when i want him to do it and exactly how i want him to do it <laughs> that's codependence <laughs> <laughs> right the next oh, one that's so hilarious. <laughs> my self-esteem in bolst my self-esteem is bolstered by sol by solving your problems yes i hear you my self-esteem is bolstered by relieving your pain yes yeah see that that's another thing in my practice if you walk out here and i couldn't solve your problem i feel bad Oh, I felt bad. I'm fat. I'm much, and much, much. Yeah, and then you're willing to spend a lot of time between the sessions thinking Absolutely. about this person where they're not fucking thinking about their problem Absolutely, at all. Absolutely. Yeah. My own hobbies and interests are put to one side. My time is spent sharing your hobbies and interests. Yes. Right. My clothing and personal appearance are the And if anyone's listening, where are you getting these questions? They they are directly from the Codependence Anonymous website. No, I'm lying. Cool. I'm lying. This this comes from um a website called www.addictionconsulting.com. And this is on this section about codependence, but these characteristics are also on the Codependent Anonymous website. Okay. And if anybody is interested, the leading author on the topics of codependence in the world is a lady called Melody Melody Beatty. Um and she wrote a a multi-million copy bestseller called Codependent No More. So it's Melody Beatty Codependent No More if you're interested to learn more about it. Right, the next question. Cool. Your clothing and personal appearance are dictated by my desires and I feel you are a reflection of me. Does that mean the way I dress or the way my wife dresses? No, the way I understand it is that um, somebody else, so your wife, so her, her clothing and, 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 and personal appearance will be dictated by you, by your desires. Um, it used to be yes, but this one's no yeah. these days. I remember so well how often my mother and father had fights because my mother would send him back to go and dress, dress differently before he went out. <laughs> and, mm. and, and the thing about that is that we believe that our partners are a reflection on us. So if my husband's badly dressed, mm. then he's going to be a reflection on me. So for, for me, it's really an, an important thing to allow Yaku to wear whatever the fuck he wants because he's an individual and I'm an individual and he's no reflection on me in whatever way. Um, mm -hmm. Next one, your behavior is dictated by my desires and I feel you are a reflection of me. Yes. I am not aware of how I feel. I am aware of how you feel. 
No. Yeah, I agree with you there. I'm not aware of what I want. I ask what you want. I am not aware, I assume. Could you repeat, please? I am not aware of what I want. I ask what you want. I am not aware, I assume. Uh, no. Yeah. I'm going to give you an example there. Um, when I left Pretoria to move to Cape Town, I was part of a group of five friends and we were very, very close and quite insular. And I remember going to a movie one Saturday afternoon and I left the movie house and I thought to myself, I don't know whether I liked the movie. And suddenly it dawned on me that I, I did not have the ability to decide for myself whether I liked the movie or not. If the friends liked the movie, I liked the movie. Mm. Hectic, eh? Um, the mm. dreams I have for mm. my future are linked to you. The dreams I have for my yes. future are linked to you. Now, in a, in, a, in a marriage, I think that's a difficult thing to, to say no to because I think in a way our dreams are supposed to be linked. But I think what, what they mean here is that we give up our dreams for our other person's dreams, for our partner's dreams. Yes, I think when my wife and I had a problem last year or like we, we, we hit a bit of a crisis, it's because I slowly started pursuing what I wanted and not oh, what we okay. wanted or what she wanted. And I think uh, during the last uh, period of last year, uh, I made a conscious decision about what do I want. You know, yeah. because if I constantly base it on what other people want or if I constantly base it on these irrational feelings that I sometimes have, I'm like, that's just a fuck up. So Absolutely. I started thinking about what do I want? So if this was like nine months ago, I would have said like, yeah, yeah. but now it's like, I feel it's a healthy balance between I want to be a podcaster. I want to live, live overseas. I want to be married. I want to have children. I want to have grandchildren yeah. it's a little bit more and i'm willing to pursue all of them and not give up uh, in order yeah. So, yeah but you're also willing to, to 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 go into a compromise with to make sure that that you're not the only one in the relationship who's happy <laughs> exactly no no exactly, exactly. No, and, i just got to be careful for that because uh, my 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 codependence can I I think uh, I I heard this word last year called altruism, and it's very easy to confuse my uh, altruism for codependence and vice versa. Absolutely. There are some times where I'm like I'm really at the service of others, where yes. I know that I'm putting someone else first consciously, and I'm like it's okay. But then there's other times where I want to say that that's what I'm busy with, but I'm actually just being codependent because Absolutely. if I was a little bit more courageous, I would go through this uncomfortable feeling of just putting my boundaries out yeah. and saying, listen, you know, you know what, this isn't worth it for me. Absolutely. And, and you said the word earlier, and that's balance. It, it's all about balance. Mm. Um, am I too dependent on you? Am I too um, 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 concerned of your thoughts and your feelings? then we possibly go dependent. Right, the next one. Um, my fear of rejection determines what I say or do. Yes. Ah, 
that's such a difficult one for me as well. My fear of anger determines what I, my, no, my fear of your anger determines what I say or do. Yes. Yep. It's easy for me to uh, talk about it today because I had an incident last night with my landlord where uh, who is a friend and helping me out and I'm helping him out and I was quite scared to like say what I wanted to say and but I was more scared of how he would respond to what I'm saying yeah. and I found my sponsor today saying like I don't know why I know I'm right I know my, my thinking is better and good and it just fits in with society's thinking why am I so scared to express it amazing hey because we're afraid of other people's anger or afraid of the um, 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 not um, not agreeing with us and therefore rejecting us. Um, are you giving... Because, sorry, I'm oh. going to interject there. So my question to him was, why do I have it? And he said, well, basically, he had a very uh, codependent mom. Oh. And... Um, he had a mom that never accepted him as a as a child and even as an adult and blah, 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 blah. And I said to him, well, I definitely relate. You know, it's like my parents love me. And I wanted to ask you also, so one, where is this coming from? Uh, and then two, do you think your mom is a good person? Because my parents are amazing people, fantastic. But they really fucked me up in a way where even now I feel they really love me. They wouldn't change me. But and they're very proud of what I've done. But whenever I express deep feelings and thoughts of myself and I really reveal myself, I, I feel like they would have liked if I was different. Yeah. And they don't like my fucked up sense of humor. They don't <laughs> like uh, the way I approach my life. They don't like the intensity that I have. And there's just some things that they would, and I feel that's where a lot of my stuff is coming from. So one, yeah. uh, is your mom a bad person, although she's codependent? And where does this codependency come from, in your yeah. opinion? No, my mom is a wonderful person. She's an absolute, absolute amazing person. Um, and that's the interesting thing about codependent people. They invariably are amazing people because they, they give more of themselves than they should which makes them amazing, which makes them easy to, to, to like and to love because that's all they want and that's why they give so much of themselves. For, for me standing outside of the situation with, with my knowledge and experience looking in, I see her codependence, but my brothers and sisters don't. Okay. So, so that's an interesting one. And where does it come from for me personally? It comes from my absolute and utter need to be accepted. I was so afraid of not being accepted as a child that I would do anything. Oh, oh. But where does that come from? Is that something that uh, it's a, as a result of your environment, society, your parents? Did they, did they fuck up some way that you have this weird desire to want to be liked and you're willing to do certain things at your own detriment in order to be accepted or is that just unfortunately something that you were born yeah. with like a mole on my nose for example <laughs> no for me personally it came from my sexuality where i was so afraid that 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 i would be rejected for being gay that i did anything in my power to to be whatever people wanted me to be so they couldn't reject me and we see codependence coming and up. Then, 
Go, and go, then, go. Oh, we see codependence coming out a lot in children of um, um, families where there's abuse, uh, whether it's physical abuse or drug abuse or alcohol abuse, any, any form of abuse. Because what happens in those families is the boundaries are, 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 are let's call it blurred. Like today, when, when my father is sober, something is okay. But when he's not sober, that same thing is not okay. So the child be, be, becomes, um, they get mixed messages. So they become codependent mm -hmm. by, by switching who they are and, 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 and how they feel to suit their father's emotions. So they, they, they learn that codependent, cool. codependent development patterns. Because, for example, I'm quite contrary to you in the sense of I, I got raised as a straight guy and I was very popular at school in the sense of I had a lot of friends. I was a rugby player. I was playing like provincial stuff. So in my primary school, like I was, a lot of people would look at me as if like, fuck, you know, maybe that guy's got it all. He's got like Absolutely. A's. He's, anything he does, he gets a gold medal. But there's a lot of insecurity. And now I'm thinking about you. And I think my mom, uh, you know, she was really fucked up by her mom. Mm. And I think our young, our younger childhood, I think she had a miscarriage. She and my father might have had some problems. And I think it was just a little bit of a roller coaster. I think they didn't understand religion. So it was a little bit like... Yeah. You know, this dogmatic approach and it was a very up and down type of uh, time. And I think my mom, even today, she still struggles with a lot of aspects within her. And I think just because she and my dad is so different, I don't know. I think there's somewhere there, uh, there's something. But anyway, that's yeah. for uh, for me to actually go research. But remember as well that, that as children, we, we learn by mirroring mirroring if a certain behavior is mirrored to us we will we will do that so if a codependent behavior is mirrored to you you will learn to pure that codependent behavior for instance um mm. shit what do i want to say now um oh things like the bible says when somebody slaps you turn the other cheek what's a caucus do <laughs> So, so, so <laughs> let's go dependent. Slap me, and then I'm going to turn my other cheek for you to slap me yeah. again. No, no, smack me, and I'm going to fucking turn around and murder you. <laughs> That's the appropriate response. Turning the other cheek is not an appropriate response of the, the, the way I look at life. Sorry to, to, to take on the Christians there. Um, cool, let's, let's go through the last bit of this list. Um, mm hmm. I use giving as a way of feeling safe in our relationship. Yes. I do the same. Um, my social circle diminishes as I involve myself with you. No. No, I just want to say that's not for you. I put my values aside in order to connect with you. Whoa, I did that so badly. Phew. 
Uh, I would, uh, this one, it, it's not a hundred percent no, but like I have a lot that's not a hundred percent yes. So this one falls into the no. I'm quite cool. strong with my values at the end of the day. Yeah, I think so as well. I value your if opinion. You're gonna try and, if you're going to try and finger me, uh, I, I would say <laughs> no, I don't like it. <laughs> that's not worth it for my friendship. That's the right answer, man. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> I put my values aside in order to connect with you. No. Cool. I value your opinions and ways of doing things more than my own. Yeah, fuck. Um, yes. And the last one. The oh, oh, sorry. The quality of my life. <laughs> Sorry, I, since yesterday I've developed these bloody hiccups. The quality of my life is in relation to the quality of yours. Yes, I have that with fucking South African society at the moment. It's almost like I can't uh, pursue success as long as I'm working with all these poor people. I feel guilty for for having, and I don't have a lot. It's it's almost like uh, I've somehow sabotaged myself. I don't know. Absolutely. So, Marvin, out of the 21 questions, you, you answered yes to 14. So, that is 66.66666%. I think... Um, it's going to be worth, worth your while to check out some Coda meetings. Have you read Melanie Beatty's Codependence No More before? No. Okay. Remind me to give it to you when I see you in 22 days. Okay. <laughs> cool. cool. And for cool, those cool. people who don't I know why I refer to, to 22 days is because tonight at 12 o'clock, we're going into a 21 day of isolation, of lockdown. So I will definitely not see Madra within the next 21 days. Yeah, I've, I've actually got her um, Codependent No More, the, the read book, as well as Codependent No More, the workbook. I've got the, the basic text of Codependence Anonymous, as well as the workbook for Codependence Anonymous. So um, you can come and dive into my library to your heart's content. And just, just read awesome. up a little bit about it. But do, do, do you get the, do, do, do you get the, 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 the concept of um, we admitted that, uh, that um, 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 God, um, that we're, we're powerless over that you're powerless over others. Did you see that concept? Once you get, get that concept, codependence, codependence makes sense. Yeah, I definitely see it. Like, and I've, I've seen it for a while. It's just weird how knowing something and then just really practicing it, that's two completely different things. Absolutely. It's almost like, um, you know, it's like I know the way that the gym works and exercise and nutrition, but actually doing it and putting mm. in the hard work. So for me, it was a bit like um, I've never, I, like, listen, I, I do my meetings in my fellowships. I just don't feel like they are customized for no. certain specialty areas such as this. And uh, no, by attending not. certain specialty areas, so um, I don't know where this Coda thing came up. I think um, I had a friend over December and she broke up for the numerous time with another guy and it's all gloom and doom and 
I said to her, like, listen, you sound a bit like a codependent. And I did some research to try and help her about codependence anonymous, where it is in her areas. And then okay. I started reading this stuff. I'm like, fucking <laughs> hell, I think this is a little bit me. You know? <laughs> that, 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 that is what they were saying in the inner rooms. God doing for you what you cannot do for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and and I'm, I'm one of those that... Um, you know, something that I, uh, that I, I really want to commend myself on, something that I noticed lately, is the, the fact that, and I think most people in recovery that actually work it, it's, it's amazing how we become aware of certain aspects and put it in the darkest corner in their storage uh, facility. We're like, oh, let's maybe put a fucking flashlight on this. Maybe let's Absolutely. put some flash beams on this and let's just get this out <laughs> into the open. <laughs> and I've realized that uh, that's... You know, that's why I am who I am, because I like to shine a flashlight on this because it's just so irritating to have the problems and all these problematic feelings and thoughts. And it's like, it's so weird how a lot of people in society, they rather sit with that shit than work Absolutely. through it. And I don't really understand why it's so difficult to acknowledge that you might, yeah. I'm, I'm, 80% narcissistic. I'm 66% codependent. I'm fucking 80% awesome. You know, I'm 60% sporty. I'm 30% lazy. It's like, why is it so difficult to acknowledge some of these things? Yeah. It's very interesting. It's amazing. I think us who's gone through the process of, of a significant, let's call it a paradigm shift in our lives, moving from extreme pain and discomfort, out of that pain and discomfort, we, we see the advantage of, of addressing issues and other people just live in that fear that they don't know what they're going to be without this stuff. So, so we'd rather just have it um, than, than not go there. Mm. And, and that, that links into, into to, to, to that, that book of mine, Life Anon, where every bloody person in the world should have a Life Anon on their desks. Of course, this is the shit that Life Anon talks about. If you see some stuff in your life that's making you unhappy, Work on it and change. But fear, 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 fear. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. And I, I would let you have the last word. I think that's a good place to finish. I see we're running out of time. Your meeting is approaching. Dude, I just want to say thank you. This is awesome. I would love to continue talking about this on air and off air. Um, but yeah, it's awesome that I have someone like you with all this experience uh, in my life. <laughs> with, with all this fucked upness in the lives that they work on. <laughs> but that it makes it a lot easier to acknowledge <laughs> that I'm a, that I'm a retard if I have another retard in my life. <laughs> Absolutely, but that is what makes me ninety percent awesome, and you just eighty <laughs> percent. <laughs> Listen, this is lovely, lovely. Let's finish to you. on that note. Have a wonderful <laughs> evening. Chat to you again. Okay, bye. <laughs>
If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za, or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor, or on Twitter at at Freddy, or on Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.